I've been studying this stuff for 15 years, still fall into it where I'm, I'm in that pattern of focusing on what I don't want. Well, why is that the case? Because it's way easier to look at a result in your life as it is today, because you can see it, you can hear it, you can feel it right now. Your, your senses tell you this is reality. Yeah. Well, hey, if I keep focusing on what is right now in my life, then nothing changes in my future. It doesn't matter where you are right now. It matters where you're going. But if my focus is on what I don't have, what's missing, what's wrong, then I keep recreating more of the same. Hmm. So that's a major challenge I see virtually yeah. everybody runs into and even at different degrees, right? Sure. I'm talking, you know, people starting out their business life, young entrepreneurs to people. One of the ladies I coach, she's a super successful executive, multiple six figures. Guess what? Same challenge at a different level. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy down at Tranquil Turn Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. Look, my wife and I, we see Tracy and her team every single month for a couple's massage, and it is the best thing. Tracy is a master massage specialist and a Hanu Ashiatsu trainer. You need to reach out to Tracy and her team. Make sure that you tell them that I sent you, and you'll get 25 bucks off your next massage. Also, while you're there, check out CDA Brows, Body, and Ink. Make sure to tell Tracy that I sent you, and you'll save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows and plasma tightening services. <laughs> Ben, your husband, your father, entrepreneur, speaker, your coach, you're a host of a podcast called The Pursuit and so much more, man. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Hey, Eric, great to be here, man. I'm looking forward to today. Man, it was such a great conversation that I had on your podcast. I'm so excited to have you back here. I, I yes. love to kick things off by going back a bit. Like, where did you grow up and what was childhood like for you, man? Yeah, for sure. I was, uh, I grew up in Northwest BC, Terrace, British Columbia. Okay. And uh, that was from about the age, a little, little bit before in an even smaller place right on the US Canadian border of about 500, but then moved to Terrace when I was five. So that's where okay. I grew up. And growing up for me was, you know, like all of us, you know, a shaping experience. Mm. And uh, I think I had a, you know, a decent, decent childhood for sure. Nothing too crazy. Um, and then as I progressed in my life, you know, my mom and dad were both very functional alcoholics and so most of the time growing up, the majority of the nights of the week, they were fairly loaded. And then, uh, and that's just you know, how it was. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I remember lots of times putting my mom to bed drunk when I was probably 12, 13, 14, just like, you know, she'd be in our sunroom that we had and having her walk in our bed and, and they, they were not good together, wow. you know, at all. So there was lots of that. Um, but growing up, I was a skinny guy, super skinny guy, redhead guy when it wasn't cool. And, uh, and I didn't have a lot of confidence. I didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, really self-esteem or anything. So I wasn't athletic. I was any of that stuff. So growing up for me was, it was fine. It wasn't terrible by any means, but it led to me being in a place in my life that I didn't think a lot of myself. Sure. And, um, but that was a bit about me growing up, you know? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I grew up listening to like Tony Robbins on cassettes and stuff like that. Mm. It really it motivated me and inspired me to kind of go down this entrepreneur path. Though I stepped off the path for a really long time, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and came back. And but for you, like growing up, like who was it that you listened to or motivated you to go down this entrepreneur path? And like you said, you kind of lacked confidence. How did you gain that confidence back? I mean, I, w I felt really lucky that uh, when I was 21, I got introduced to business. Okay, and I got recruited into a financial firm. And found some great mentors, guys that were at that point, they were in their mid twenties making, you know, three and 400,000 a year. And which at that point in my life, I thought, man, that's like billions, you know? Sure. And, um, and they taught me specifically one guy, he said, if you want to change your life, then you're going to have to change yourself. And he talked about how he read a book a week. And 
I wasn't reading anything in my life. I was not yeah. listening to audios. I wasn't doing anything, but I thought, okay, here's this guy. He's 26. I was 21. And he said, I, I should probably start reading. So I picked up my first copy of Think and Grow Rich. That was the very first you know, mindset book, business book I ever read. And I start reading in there, this idea of thoughts become things. And you know, you can create from the inside, all these ideas. And I got so hooked. So then I started watching YouTubes everywhere. That led me later into Brian Tracy stuff, later into Tony Robbins, then later into more spiritual stuff with Wayne Dyer and Deepak. And I, I was obsessed, man. The next two, three years of my life was build my business, personal development, build my business, reading, audios, you name it. Three years later, I end up at my very first seminar. Um, in person with T. Harv Ecker, the Millionaire Mind Intensive. And lots of stuff happened there, but my world started to change. So that was my introduction into getting into this stuff. Man, what what a cool journey. Like even as most entrepreneurs, there's months where we eat like kings and months that we eat top ramen. Uh, mm. You've had your ups and downs and, and even like you were growing your business and then it kind of plateaued there for a bit there. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you keep going though through the rough times when you're like, man, is this thing going to work out? Like, you know, yeah. how did you get through those times? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I remember I was just on the phone with a friend of mine, uh, as I was driving home for this actually, but, uh, I was telling her as she was going through some tough times, but I remember being two years into my business and literally all my credit cards had just gone to collections. So collectors are calling every day. I had uh, just got a, I was four or five months behind rent on the guy that I lived with. So that was a very awkward exchange every day. Uh, I just got an email notice. That I was getting evicted from my office because I had not paid rent there too. And, and I was struggling, man. I mean, it's not like I was avoiding people because I didn't want to pay them. I just friggin', I was struggling. Yeah. And I remember getting to a point, the lowest point in my life, it was November, I want to say 2009. Yeah, I think 2009. And I had no money for food. Uh, like zero money. And in, in our business, in the insurance business, there's what's called a chargeback. So it's where you do a policy and you get paid, but then if they cancel it, they charge back the commission. So not only did I have no money, but any future money I was about to get paid was not coming to me because of this chargeback. So I called my aunt and my aunt Christine was like a second mom to my brother and I uh, growing up and, and you know they weren't wealthy, but they were the only people in our family that had any money. And uh, I'd never borrowed money from my life ever. And I called her and I start explaining my situation. I just start bawling, so embarrassed with myself. Uh, but I told her I didn't have money for food. She sent me 500 bucks for food. Wow. wow. And I remember getting off the phone and you know, being in the room that I was renting in this guy's condo, continuing to cry, so friggin' embarrassed with myself and say, that is never gonna happen again. Mm. And so for me, it was, that point was, it was such a low point that it was that turning point for me where I said, enough's enough, I'm going to start to change. And that next year, man, I mean, it wasn't a thriving year, but it was enough to get by. So, you know, to answer your question, what kept me going? I mean, before that moment of where that total decision, I just thought this has to work eventually. You know what? All the stories I read, all the biographies, all, I mean, it's like struggle, 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 struggle. They made it. That's yeah. going to be me. Come on. Man, yeah. those moments where people step in and, and can, you know, fund you for whatever you happen to have or at your lowest point, man. You know, mm -hmm. I remember there was a time when I first was married, we had bought our first house. My mortgage was like 2,400 bucks a month, man, and mm -hmm. just barely scraping by. And I remember there was a month where I couldn't pay the mortgage and I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to afford this mortgage. And I was talking to my dad and I had one of those moments where I was just breaking down. I was like, man, Dad, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, and he goes, well, well, can I just slide you this month's mortgage? And I just was like, what? 
you know, mm. like he just put it in my bank and that was a life changing moment. And I had one of those, like, I'm never going to do that again, mm-hmm. you know, type moments, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good, dude. You talk about your inner world creates your outer world. Can you deep mm-hmm. dive into that a bit, man? I would love to. Yeah, that's my jam for sure. Come on. You know, when you think about your life and you think about how all the results that you have in your life, every everything is a result. So whether it's the relationships we have, the body that we have, the health and fitness, the money we have, the business we have, et cetera, all of these things are results. And we all want to upgrade our results. No matter how th- good things are going, even if it's going great, we all want to be better, yeah. right? So we want better results. We want to make more money. We want to have better relationships. We want to, if you're already fit, you want to be able to challenge a little, lift a little bit more, right? Run a little faster. I mean, I think that's part of the, the, the human condition, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, but this idea of that the inner world creates the outer world is that 95% of who we are, so the way that we think, the way that we feel, and the way that we act, and what we attract, but 95% of who we are is unconscious. By the time you're 35, 95% of who you are is an unconscious set of programs in this great subconscious mind on the inside. You can't see the subconscious mind, but it's in every part of you, right? right. You know, in the subconscious mind, if you think about it, the subconscious mind is in the body. And how do we know? Because the body runs without you or I, we don't have to think about how to pump blood through our body, yep. how to filter something through the kidney or liver, anything like that. But the subconscious mind runs that, but it also runs all this other stuff. It also runs our behaviors. It also runs our habits. It also runs our belief systems. And so because 95% of it's unconscious on the inside, then the majority of our life we are creating without intent. We're making it happen without realizing. This is why change is so hard for people. Most people say, man, you want to make more money? Yeah, I want to make more money. But they're struggling to do so. Why? Because on the inside, they don't have the right program. And that comes from a lot from us growing up, you know, from about zero to seven is where the majority of our programming began. And most of us didn't grow up in super successful, great relationships, great health. I mean, some people have elements of these. Yeah. Right. But that's where the majority of that programming is. So now you're 35, you're 45, you're 55, you're 65, and you're still running up into the same problem. Well, it's not because life is out to get you. It's not because, you know, it's just what happened. No. Right. It's because the program's wrong. Right. Like we understand in business, if I wanted to make more money in business, there's specific things, whatever business you're in, there's certain things that if you did more of those things, you would make more money. Yep. Getting in better shape. Right. Is there any secret? I don't know. No one's wondering, man, what the hell do I do? Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We're not wondering, but then it's the program. Why? The question is, why am I not doing what I know? And that comes from within. So when we can learn, that we can, and the beauty of the subconscious mind is it's completely programmable. It's been programmed, but you can rewrite the code, if you will. Yeah. And when we learn to rewrite the code and we can change on the inside, now we get lasting results on the outside. Man, come on, dude. That was so good, dude. And it's so, I love when, you know, having those conversations and, and learning more about the subconscious and, and we can make those changes. I know yeah. I have, I know that I've lacked in making those changes when I needed to as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and you're, I love that you're just so passionate about helping people unlock those secrets of their mind and you learn, mm-hmm. you know, how to use it to get anything and everything they desire. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you're working with folks, what is it that you see them struggle with the most? And then what's the journey you take them on to get them through those struggles? Uh, great question. I think that virtually everybody, a, a major missing piece in their life is, is super vague clarity. In other words, you know, 
you tell you, what do you want? I mean, I just don't want to struggle anymore. Um, or like, I want to, I don't know. I, I don't want to be broken anymore. I don't want to be. And so because we're lacking clarity, often what people are so focused on in their lives is there's two parts to this. One is they actually don't even really know what they really want. But number two, often when we're trying to figure out what is it that you do want, they're so focused on what they don't want. And you have to keep in mind is that the body follows the mind, right? The subconscious is always listening. And so it's always listening to instructions, except that the interesting thing is it doesn't listen to don't or not. That prime example, if I say, Eric, listen, whatever you do, brother, don't think of a pink elephant. Well, guess what? I mean, you've got a pink elephant in your mind right now, totally. you know, yeah. because the subconscious mind's not hearing that. It's just hearing pink elephant. So it's not hearing, I don't want to be broke. It's just hearing broke. Okay, broke. Yeah, let's figure out how we can maintain being broke. So yeah. one thing is they're so focused on, I find, and I fall into this lot still in my life. I've been studying this stuff for 15 years, still fall into it where I'm, I'm in that pattern of focusing on what I don't want. Well, why is that the case? Because it's way easier to look at a result in your life as it is today, because you can see it, you can hear it, you can feel it right now. Your, your senses tell you this is reality. Yeah. Well, hey, if I keep focusing on what is right now in my life, then nothing changes in my future. It doesn't matter where you are right now. It matters where you're going. But if my focus is on what I don't have, what's missing, what's wrong, then I keep recreating more of the same. So that's a major challenge I see virtually yeah. everybody runs into and even at different degrees, right? Sure. I'm talking, you know, people starting out their business life, young entrepreneurs to people. One of the ladies I coach, she's a super successful executive, multiple six figures. Guess what? Same challenge at a different level, right? right. The next step. Yeah. Man. So that's a, that's a major challenge. Yeah. Through your journey of life in business and entrepreneurship, what would you say is the most important thing that you've learned? Hmm. I think the most important thing I've learned is that you can learn what you need to learn. Yeah. You can grow into who you need to become. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of time we think that, um, you know, it's different for Eric. It's different for whoever. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people you've had on your show. I mean, these are some big names. It's different for them because. Yeah. No, I mean, what I've learned is that you can learn almost anything. Come you on. can get the skills, you can get the knowledge. So whatever it is, the business the you know, the, whatever entrepreneurial journey you're on, you may not have what you need right now, but you can get it. Yeah. Come on. I love that. So good, dude. So good. I, I want to talk about, you've got this free 10 day meditation challenge available. Mm. Like how can mm. folks get on this? What can they expect out of this challenge? Yeah, for sure. So we started out originally, it was a 10 day after doing some trials, we ran a bunch of people through it. We changed into a seven day okay. meditation challenge. I'm big on meditation. The reason why I love meditation is for many reasons. There's tons of health benefits, like what it does for your nervous system to blood pressure. I mean, there's so many amazing health benefits. The reason why I love it though, personally, is because that idea of that subconscious mind, mm -hmm. one of the greatest ways to reprogram the subconscious mind is through meditation, prayer, these kind of things, because we start to repeatedly drop new ideas into it. So I like to use meditation as a way to guide my mind into seeing the future that I desire. So this whole seven day meditation challenge, many people, you know, especially in the space we're in today, I mean, meditation, tons of guys are using it. I mean, so many people use it in their lives, right? Business yep. people, athletes. I mean, it used to be, you know, it's like a woo woo thing. It's not woo woo at all. I mean, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so anyways, so the seven day challenge is designed to help you start learning how to build meditation into your life. So it's seven days right? Any, I think anybody can do anything for seven days. It's yeah. a, 
what I did was I created a, a 10 minute guided meditation that takes you through a process of relaxing your mind, relaxing your body. We're going to take you through a process of visualizing your future, seeing your goals the way you want them to be rather than focusing on what is takes you through a process of seeing your day go the way that you want to. And it's 10 minutes, right? I mean, you can't tell me you don't have time for 10 minutes, right? right? We all have 10 minutes, same thing, seven days. And it's to help people start showing themselves that yes, I can. So many people say, I can't meditate. Yes, you can. You just need practice. Yeah. Right? And then every day I give them a two or three minute video that advances their understanding of the what and the why of what we're doing. Yeah. Gotcha. Come yeah. on. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was reading through your blog recently mm. and you released a blog post that really resonated with me, but you, you, you said, do you really want to change your life? Now this is filled with such great information, man. And for those who haven't seen this post yet, can you deep dive into, into what that post entails there? Hmm. You may have to give me a refresher on, okay. on that part of it. But... <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll just we'll cut that part out. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that, dude. Um, <laughs> I always get that, do that as well. That's so funny. Um, but like, <laughs> I'll jump into the next one. So okay, um, sounds great. <laughs> I want to, I want to chat about your podcast though. This is sure. called the pursuit. Um, yeah. I think if I read right, you started this in, in 2020, you've interviewed yeah. some amazing people as yeah. a podcaster. I always love to ask the question, like, why did right. you decide to start a podcast and how has it yeah. helped you in your business? Because it's so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. It. uh, I love the chats we've had about podcasts as well. And, yeah. um, so in 2020, it was the spring of 2020. And I saw some friends of mine that I had known in the same business. They started a podcast primarily for that business. And I thought, man, those, they start one. Maybe I could start one. You know, yeah. it's just, oh, maybe I could. And that was the end of that thought. Six months <laughs> later, a good friend of mine, she reaches out to me, text message. She goes, hey, have you ever thought of doing a YouTube channel or a podcast? And I go, yeah, I thought of it, but I think it's too much work. I don't think I'm going to do it. She goes, I think you should. I mean, I would listen. I know lots of people that would listen. I think you got lots of value. Yeah. Said, oh, that's kind of interesting. So uh, three months later, so you know what? She messaged me again encourages me again. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. So I buy my blue Yeti microphone. That was my first microphone and my you know, get, get my little setup right. Yep. And uh, sits on the shelf for another three months and then uh, <laughs> don't do anything with it. And then one day I'm sitting at home and I just thought, man, screw it. I'm going to do this. And I went and recorded my first episode. I got, you know, I learned, okay, I got to get a host. I learned all that stuff. So, and I got it out there and then that's how it started. Right. Podcasts, though, I mean, you know this as well as I do, and for anyone thinking about it, I think it's such an amazing platform. The relationships and connections that you get to, I didn't realize when I started, I thought I was going to help me, you know, I get the message out to people, I get to, you know, I did think I'd meet new people, and but I didn't realize the connections that I was going to make, the knowledge I was going to gain from so many of these guests, and, and again, yeah. these quality relationships, but it also helps you elevate your brand, mm -hmm. right? It also helps whatever the podcast is about, whatever that space is, it also helps you you know, it kind of puts you into that space of more recognized as you know, an expert or someone that's influential in that space. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about it. And I love what you're doing now where you've actually got like a course that people can go through. I mean, I didn't do that in the beginning. That would have helped me so much in the beginning. Yeah, Save me a bunch of time. It would help me a lot too. <laughs> I thought, man, there's gotta be people that probably want to understand how to do this. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. But like, I mean, it is, man. Podcasting opens up so many doors of opportunities and relationships. And mm. I'm, I'm not sure, but like how you connect with them, but you got invited to go down to David Meltzer's office mm. hours in Vegas. Did you connect with him through your podcast or, or, or inner circle there? How'd that go? Great question. You know, I'm big on the law of attraction, right? Big yeah. on these cool synchronicities and events that happen. So I'm in a coaching program in 2017. I meet this guy, joined this coaching program. 
several years go on. It was a great program. Several years go on. And then he left uh, that organization and, and started a separate one. And this is, takes us up to last year, summer last okay. year. He reaches out to me, lets me know what he's doing. He says, I got this mastermind program I'm doing with this other guy. Here's what we're going to do. It's this, this, and this. We're going to bring people together. And, um, and he goes, it's 15,000. I think you'd be, be a good fit. And I'd never spent that much on a mastermind. I said, you know what? Let's do it, right? And then I get in the, I get in the program and, um, and the program was good. You know, it was good. I, I thought to myself, man, I could do something like this. Like I could literally create a program like this, right? Yeah. So then, uh, uh, then I meet a guy in the program. He's in the UK. We start becoming buddies. We start connecting every day. We're doing a bit of studying of the same material every day. And he keeps bringing up David Meltzer. He brings up David Meltzer several times. And I, I knew the name, but I wasn't super familiar with him. And uh, so then he, uh, I asked him about him. He goes, oh yeah. He tells him about him. I said, hey, do you think you can introduce me so I can get him on the podcast? That's, that's how it started, right? I want to get him yeah. on the podcast. So I, I get on a phone call with Dave, have a chat with him. Turns out, you know, he's literally mentors people how to get into the speaking arena, which is more of what I was doing as well. So I end up hiring him as a coach. And then, then to speed up the story, I'm on his Instagram live with him. So he's interviewing me on it. We're doing that. I call him an hour later to thank him. Yeah. This is, this is amazing how you, this idea of asking, you never know if you ask or even just to, so I call him to thank him. He was in Vegas for office hour. That's all I knew. And I wanted to spend time with him one-on-one. So I said, Dave, thank you for having me on today. I said, listen, if I, I can't get any flights today, but if I flew tomorrow, could I spend some time with you? He goes, honestly, I don't know. The schedule's packed. We're filming this. He goes, you know what? But I'll get you in touch with my assistant. Talk to him. Maybe we could even get you on the show. Said, really? So I end up talking to his assistant and he tells me about the whole deal that's going on there and everything. And there's one spot left Come on. for an interviewer to be on the show. And, and so that's how it all happened. Man, dude, that manifestation story, it's so <laughs> true and so real, dude. I mean, 2021, I was on a mission to be a guest on a hundred podcasts, right? And, mm -hmm. and I ended up doing 117, but part of that journey I had Bradley on my podcast and I was yes. doing this follow-up sort of call with him. And I just through an Instagram DM and I was like, Hey Brad, I hope you're doing good, man. I'm doing this journey and doing a hundred podcasts. And it didn't really say anything to him, but I, I love to stay in contact with some of my guests. Right. And next thing I know, he responds to me and goes, dude, come on the dropping bomb show. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, that's he's crazy. Like, Be here on this day. I immediately booked my flight. I mean, I flew to Vegas, got in town to Vegas at like 1130 at night, stayed mm -hmm. at the hotel. We recorded at 10 AM the next morning. And then I flew home. It was the, wow. I was like, I'm not missing this opportunity, man. I'm going to put it on yep. the card and just do it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I love that, man, that you got to go down and meet David Meltzer. I've never met him in person. Talked he's to him a few guy. times on the call. What a yep. great guy, man. Yeah. Amazing story. Um, I yeah. know we're, we're coming up to the end of our time here. I love sure. to ask a question, like what's your message to the world, man? Yeah. I, my big thing is this, is that I really believe in my heart of hearts that you can create and live a life you love. That's my yeah. big message. So everything I'm doing today, you know, the seminars I'm doing, the coaching that I do, the, the group coach, all of it, the podcast, it's all designed. I want to help people understand that you can really create a life you really love. So many people fall into this idea that life's happening to them and it's just, you just got to deal with what is. And then, you know, one day you're going to die and it's, it's so not that way. I mean, we, we, we don't get to control what happens in life, but there is a lot that we can influence, right? Yeah. And we can definitely start to shape our reality in a different way. We can start to create things in such a different way. You want it, is that home that you want? You can have it. The business you wanted to start, you can have it. And the people, what I've noticed, bro, and I know you know it too, but the people that live the lives that so many of us want when we say, I want that, I'd love to have that. You know what's different between them and 99.9% .9 of the population is they just went for it. Yeah, come on. They, they just stepped out and they do it. They didn't know how, they didn't yeah. have all the answers, but they went and did it. 
And so that's my message. Whatever you want, man, you can have it. Yeah. Oh, dude, so good. I love to finish my question with a fun question. I'm a big music guy. So I love to ask the question, cool. like, what type of music do you like? Is there a favorite band that you like to listen to? So I, I grew up in my young years, it was all death metal. That's what I was okay. into when I was really young. <laughs> Me too. Right? So, oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And th then as I've gotten older, I, I like, uh, you know, I like, I like a lot, man. I've really gotten into country recently. Big fan of Kane Brown right now. Love yeah. his stuff. Luke Combs. Uh, I like techno. So yeah, I, I'm, I like a fair bit of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of like Corn, Rob Zombie back okay. in the day. Like, okay. I saw Rage Against the Machine in 2009, probably one of the craziest concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. You know, I, I love the heavy stuff, but I worked for Universal Records for a year and they were like, oh, you have to listen to this rock and this R hip hop right. in this country, right? So I kind of expanded my, you know, music yeah. taste there, but... Yeah, man, Ben, this was such a great conversation. It, I loved having you on the show and, and having another chat with you, man. You're an absolute world changer. I love what you got going on. People need to join your challenge and they mm. need to be following you, man. So thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate you, brother. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate it. I hope that my guest was able to bring you some amazing wisdom and knowledge to help you continue to fight for your goals, your dreams, and your purpose. If you could do me one big favor and just hit that subscribe button, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Keep changing the world. I believe in you. Have an amazing day.